Today's episode of MBSing is sponsored by Emporium Arcade Bar. Emporium hosts awesome game, beer, food, and live music events daily in Wicker Park and Logan Square. Visit EmporiumChicago.com for info. Welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is Tim Swindle, and he talked to me of his love of brunch. Uh, if you are hungry right now, pause this episode, go eat a meal, come back, keep listening, because it's all food talk. It's a real joy to just get into the nitty gritty. I didn't know that was going to happen when I started into it, but that is a brunch pun about grits, of which I go on a bit of a tirade about. Um, I have strong opinions about grits. Uh, Tim loves cooking, loves communing, loves uh, having fun with his friends, and brunch really symbolizes bringing all that together, uh, as well as a, another project that we get to talk about on the show um, that also brings people together, helps them laugh. Tim is one of the uh, co-creators of the game Utter Nonsense. Uh, they describe it as a card game where players combine stereotypical accents with outrageous phrases to create sayings that are just plain ridiculous. We get a little bit more into how the game is played in the episode, and it's available in Target stores now. So if the game sounds fun, you can find it in Target. That's awesome. Um, I'm so happy for him. This was such a joy uh, to get to know Tim a little via this joyous being that is brunch. Uh, So definitely eat a snacky, then listen up. Some quick plugs. Um, This Friday, the Nerdalogs are uh, trying out a couple of sketches that we will be later taking to PAX Prime in Seattle. So if you're going to be at PAX or you live in the Seattle area, um, come check out our shows uh, during the conference. You don't have to be a badge holder or anything to get into them. Uh, So... That's a plug for a few weeks out, but this Friday we're putting up a couple sketches at the shithole, so you can email shitholeinfo at gmail.com for all the um, time and location, because I'm not blowing up their spot. That's not on me. It should be fun. It'll be a great show from top to bottom, and you'll get to see a couple sketches that we're excited about putting up, so we're just trying to give a shot in front of an audience. Um... Also, the Nerdlogs have uh, your stories coming up next weekend, August the 16th at 7 p.m. at the Cards Against Humanity office, 1917 North Elston. Our guest is Sean Smith of Seanimals, and he is a total uh, kind joy, and he has some other uh, friends that he's brought in for that as well. We still have slots open if you'd like to tell a story, do stand-up, perform sketch, song, whatever you want to do. Um, we will put you up, we will put you into the podcast, you just have to email your stories at nerdalogs.com, uh, if that sounds like something you'd like to do. 
Your Stories is also a member of the Chicago Podcast Co-op, along with MBSing. Uh, you noticed there was an ad at the top. The co-op is solely responsible for that. The guys at Under Nonsense just became one of our newest sponsors, so we couldn't be happier about that. If you'd like a place to start in terms of checking out one of the other shows on the co-op, might I recommend Roboism. Alex and Savannah discuss robots and feminism, but mostly robots. That sounds cool. Their first episode was about uh, Ex Machina, which was a movie that I really dug. Uh, so get into that. Last plug, Thursday nights, 9.30, Annoyance Theater, Fishbowl. Put your student ID in the bowl. You might get a chance to play. Closed out by sight unseen. My weekly joy. I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. This was a great time. If you hear hubbub in the background, it's because there was some hubbub in the background. Hopefully, we kept it tight enough that it's not distracting for you. Um, otherwise, get into it. Um, where's the software company and such that you work for? It's uh, in River about? North. It's called Point Drive. Okay. Yep. And uh, it's been around for a couple of years now. And awesome. Yeah, it's just starting to get to the point where it's actually being, it's fun. So point drive. Point drive. Yeah, it's a sales software that uh, gotcha. we do. So, uh, got point of sale. Uh, you know, <laughs> more like more like drive your point home. I think that okay. was like more okay. of what it was. But <laughs> I like that you picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I mean, all the best names have like I think more than one uh, meaning, meaning to yeah. them. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that works. Uh, yeah, and they're both like Drive is totally a software associated thing. Yeah, too. there's like an element of like yeah, like Google Drive and Drive like. Oh so there's sure. That, there's like that kind of crossover too. But so did you guys? You guys would have predated that mostly, right? Um, with actually we rebranded the company, so no. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. We, we actually like, did the opposite. <laughs> we wrote some coattails. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But hey, man, if it's working for them, yeah, yeah, they're they seem to know what they're doing. They do all right. That's <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, nobody's calling things search for things on the internet anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when you become a, I forgot, is that a verb? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, when, when, you, when you when your when you, company you, is a verb. A verb. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've done you've done well. Yeah. I feel like Amazon is reaching those levels as well. Yeah, it's no longer like buying something on the internet it's mm-hmm. like oh, i'll just get I'll it just on go amazon. check it on amazon yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no it's, it's amazing one day point drive hey <laughs> hopefully hopefully <laughs> yeah i'm sure those are like the pipe dreams that you have at as you drift off to sleep things would have to go really well for that to happen uh right we're just trying to get everybody their money back but um no it's actually going it's going well so that's great i'm glad to hear it uh very cool it's it's cool to be someone who uh you know it is your day job so to speak but you still have a certain level of passion for it i'm sure for it to be something that you've been working on for this long. Yeah, that's the interesting thing. I get that a lot. 
um, <laughs> with the game. Now sure. that the game's kind of taking off, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like everyone's like, "Well, you're gonna go do that." I'm like, "No." I'm like, "This is <laughs> put five a thing years I've been working on into. for who yeah, knows how long." Right. And so like, <laughs> quite honestly, like that could do a lot better than the game. So I'm still very focused on that. Yeah, just, you can't. I you mean, know. even I feel like so many things are like that. As much as you want one thing to be the like dominant. Uh, uh, you you want to f- put focus all your energy. I know the comedy world is like that anyway. Um, especially here in Chicago, there's so many opportunities that once you get one, you you know, especially when you're newer to the community, you can make that kind of your be all end all, and then kind of let other things fall away. But if that be all end all also falls away then you're totally sol you yes. know yes uh Agreed. so i feel like it's but uh, by the same token it takes a lot of time and energy to try to focus on more than one of those <laughs> be all end all things <laughs> it's exhausting that's i'm for sure, sure yeah. i'm sure you've okay, had today is a good example i mean it's <laughs> like you know it's up early working on that and then mm-hmm. ran right over here to do this right the game so it's like Nonstop, and I'll get home and I'll be up till two in the morning working again. So, That's crazy. Yeah. What so, takes up more of your homework time? Well, I would think yeah, game stuff. The game stuff. Yeah, that's more like the nights and weekends um, type project. So sure. I try to like segregate the two to like be focused and committed to the software company during the day, and then you know when I get home, it's like all right, put on my <laughs> game hat. <laughs> yeah. I mean. That's what it's like for a lot of Chicago comedians, too. You take <laughs> off your day job hat and put on and your, put on all right, your, it's showtime. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or it's podcast time yeah. or it's rehearsal time or whatever exactly. it is. You know? Yeah. I love the hustle, though. I do, too, you. man. You I, know, I like, think you have to. I really think you have to love the hustle because otherwise, why do it? Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, it's hard for me to say this now, but it's like, you know, it's not something maybe I'm going to do my entire life, but mm-hmm. I think if you like put in the time now, hopefully maybe you're having a little more fun later on, but sure. I'd rather like I'm young, I've got the energy. I totally you know, and know I can what take, you mean. take more risks too. I think when you're younger. So, you know, hopefully that's uh, going to play out to where, you know, sure. But then I say that I'm like, man, I just don't know that I'll ever be able to, like, I just think now like it's just who I am. That's what your it's, life feels like, yeah, it's like is. Yeah. It's like in my DNA. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like I just need to be, doing something busy mm-hmm. creating something new like mm-hmm. otherwise i won't be happy mm-hmm. and yeah so. i get uh, uh i my day job is uh science associated um so a lot of people are like oh will you just like always be kind of a scientist and a comedian and i'm usually like uh hopefully not <laughs> <laughs> you're like i like science but i like science nice. but like there was a reason i didn't go to grad school for chemistry and came to chicago instead you know like right. <laughs> right um so you know like you said we'll see who knows right now i'm enjoying the hustle i'm enjoying the grind i like both things um and you can handle both and yeah you know so yeah keep on keeping on that's we're already simpatico even though <laughs> it's kind of two different worlds we're also very simpatico on your topic 
Uh, so my guest today is Tim Swindle. Is it Swindle? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, great name for <laughs> yeah, sales. I was going to say, how often do you get uh, hounded about that? At least that? once a day. <laughs> swindle, huh? Don't try to, you going to try to swindle me? And it's like, I've heard every, Jesus, every variation. Cannot you know? imagine. And I have to like laugh and give the, uh, you know. Yeah, good job. I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> um, you know, and then I've got like my go-to anecdote of uh, my dad's first name is Will. So Will Swindle. Oh, my gosh. And, um, he used to be a uh, used car salesman. Stop. So you can imagine Will Swindle, used car salesman, didn't work out. Ended They're, up uh, going into another line of business. That is <laughs> like, how did he even, how did he not as a kid swear that he would never be a yeah, car salesman? I know. I know. I know. Well, that, it was short-lived. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so crazy. Um, uh, my, my boss's name um, is Lee Polite. Lee polite. So if it's uh, if it's anything polite, Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and very kind, very polite man. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's you know as much as like I I get annoyed by it. I also mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's rememberable. It's I would memorable. think so. You know? So like. People are like, oh, like that swindle character, you know what I mean? Yeah, so of course. It's like as much as like it's a it's a curse, it's a blessing in uh-huh. the same regard, and so, you know, it's one of those things like I can't help it. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's that's why I was born, uh-huh. and I just need to own You'll it. You'll always be a you swindle. Know? Always be a swindle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, and Tim came to talk to me about his love of brunch, which brunch. I share wholeheartedly. <laughs> if you don't. If somebody doesn't, I don't know if I could be friends with them. I I really <laughs> agree. Like, what's what's your deal mm-hmm. if you can't get behind it? <laughs> it, it, it there's, there's so much to love. I mean, it uh, really is. What would you say the origin of your love for brunch is? So, the it's actually it's very pinpointable. For love me. it. Yeah, these are my faves. Um, <laughs> so. I'm re- I'm really into cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to cook, and I love to cook for my friends. Mm-hmm. And when I first bought my place, it had like, this great kitchen that I always wanted, and so I was like, "Oh, I'm going to cook dinner for my friends all the time." Mm-hmm. And so, was this your first apartment, like out of college, or yeah, this was a couple years after, and I bought a place. Gotcha. And it was like a proper kitchen, and cool. You know, I could really do. Yeah, my the thing first time that you didn't have like a studio apartment. Yeah, stove I wasn't cooking on a George Foreman. To, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> It was a, it With was no a legit, counter space, a legit setup. <laughs> yeah, yep. sure, sure, sure. And so, um, so, so we started. I started to do these dinners, and then you know, just kind of realized that you know we were adults now, mm-hmm. and everyone had to like go to work the next day. <laughs> sure, so they're, like, stressed out, and they're, like not keep. You know, everyone's not having as good a time. And I was like, huh, but what if we do brunch instead? Yeah. So then we started doing brunch, and it's like, man, this is so nice. People literally just you wake up. You could come in your pajamas if you want. Over. Yeah. You got nothing to do that day. Uh-huh. Having mimosas, having cocktails. Uh-huh. There's like no pressure about like I've got to wake up to go come to work go. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so it was just like such a better vibe. Uh-huh. And, and then also on top of that, like there was no rules around brunch too. So <laughs> basically like, you know, we would start out and it was like, all right, people would come and, you know, we'd, we'd have a couple of drinks and then they go and then 
some sometimes they would start to progress and like i'd be like holy cow these things are taking like their own like life form and like they would turn into like 10 8 10 p.m dance parties that's so great so it's like we're 12 hours deep that's in the what brunch. i was just about to say is that like you mentioned you know having a cocktail or whatever and i was like yeah and sometimes brunch can just roll right into night drinking that's exactly <laughs> it you know like costumes are being put on people are running around naked it's like I'm cooking dinner. Like, I mean, it's <laughs> just like so funny. And Brunch is the yeah. start of the party. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and so I just like, I, and I love it. And like, I, I have a lot of friends that I'm grateful for. And so I love spending time with them. And so that's just like the other part of it, you know, it's like, what's better than like eating hopefully good food. Cause I'm, I'm cooking it right. um, and then hanging out with your best friends and That's so ha- funny. Having, having cocktails. So yeah. sounds good to me. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so, brunch just has a lot going on for it. And so you said that you don't think that brunch has any time constraints. There's a very heated debate among the nerdlogs that um, there is one party in particular who goes by the name of Chris Geiger, who's a past guest of the show, as most of the members are, (laughs) who believes that for it to be brunch proper, it needs to be between what would be a typical breakfast time and a typical lunch time and pretty much everyone else in the group is vehemently opposed to that <laughs> like, okay. okay to me brunch is like late morning until whenever like <laughs> until we're talking like early evening but he's just whole ha- i i mean do you think there should be some sort of like hour i feel like most places brunch hours are just like breakfast till what three right i was just i was just gonna say i was like on the early end i would maybe say like 10 o'clock mm-hmm. but i would say that the sweet spot is like 11 to 3 i, I totally th- agree i think that's when you're brunching you i know? think so too um but he's like no that's lunch past noon lunch and i'm like no oh, screw really? you no. yeah Screw yeah, no, you. no, I don't think so. Right. That's like kind of the idea. Like the other thing too, which I, I love about brunch is that I think it's like an excuse to eat breakfast later in the day. Absolutely. Because <laughs> that's the other thing. Like I love breakfast. Breakfast, I love eggs, and and all the goodness that is breakfast. So and I think a lot of people agree with that too. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome that uh, you're, it's like your excuse to like be eating eggs at three in the afternoon. Breakfast is like the only foods that rival pizza for me. Like it's <laughs> like pizza and breakfast are like if that's if someone was like you can only eat very specific genres of food from now on. <laughs> those are those are your two. Have you ever Probably. done? The, the egg Bre- pizza? Breakfast pizza? I was trying to just think if I had... I know Demos has a chicken and waffle slice that's delicious. Delicious. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> but I don't know if I've ever done like an... I feel like I've done like maybe a breakfast flatbread or something like that with eggs and stuff on it. Yeah, I think it's like one of these like kind of fancy fire... Like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. oven grilled fire pizzas that yes. they'll like you know throw an egg on there it's not necessarily like a breakfast pizza it's mm-hmm. like normal pizza that just like has fancy breakfast food on it, on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is you could describe like most foods that way it's right. like oh you want a burger well here's a fancy burger yeah. it has an egg. an egg throw an egg on it you want to make it fancy there you go <laughs> that's that's actually uh that brings up uh so if i'm not cooking brunch then some of the like the we're so spoiled in Chicago. I mm-hmm. mean, the food scene here is, I would put it up against any city in the country and Me even too. the world. And 
Um, we've got some great brunch, great brunch spots, and you know, Ocheval, which gets a lot of yes. pub, and and you know, is a lot of fan favorites. And but uh, they've got the burger, you know, mm-hmm. like, like they're known for, and you know, it's like you throw the egg on there, mm-hmm. and something about it, like it does elevate it. Like I've had it both ways. Uh-uh. I mean, it is game changing. Yeah, I mean, there's something really undeniable about. I mean, it, we're talking just about eggs. We haven't even gotten to the undeniability of like bacon. You know what I mean? <laughs> there is, but there is something so satisfying and undeniable, especially about a fried egg because you have like multiple textures, mm-hmm. multiple flavors, and you can do a lot with scrambled eggs. You can make omelets. It's on uh, frittatas. I mean, we're we talking about frittatas yet. I mean, it's like, it's just <laughs> poached eggs. Is it egg is a Benedict? frittata just like an open face omelet? Is that is that really the only difference? Or I, I, yeah, I think it is. I think you know it's uh, yeah. You don't you're not like folding it over. You're just kind of like cooking it in a pan and and letting it settle and do mm-hmm. its thing. So and they're all just variations on scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Again, it's a, it's a it's if, if the egg if, if putting an egg on something is just you know making that dish fancy then mm-hmm. frittata is like the elevation of the egg dish <laughs> so <Like>. true <laughs> <laughs> so true what's your what's some of your favorite uh brunch dishes to make uh so i've got i've got a few um there's a there's a there's one there was one dish that my my parents made for me as a kid and it's just like egg casserole and it is not the healthiest thing in the world, but it, um, man, is it delicious, especially mm-hmm. if you're hungover. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's basically you, bo- you boil like a ton of eggs, and oh, hard- yeah. hard-boiled eggs, and then you like slice them up in a pan. You put um, Velveeta cheese, mushroom soup, um, sliced ham, um, more Velveeta cheese. You like throw it Ooh. in the oven, tons of butter in there too, and then you p- slop it over uh, – uh, English muffins. Oh, that and sounds really I mean, good. It's, it's, it <laughs> that really sounds is. really good. <laughs> I like um, the breakfast casseroles that have like um, like a bread base, and then you pour um, like eggs, and you can put meat and cheese in there too, and then bake the whole thing. Have you ever had something like that? I have. Yeah, there's. I've had like a a, a French toast like that mm-hmm. where it wasn't like the typical like you fry it but it's like you you baked it's like a mm-hmm. baked french toast it's super like a similar concept it's yeah. definitely a similar concept um and also like an easy thing to just kind of throw in a pan and bake a lot of i'm sure that's a, a lot of uh if you're hosting that many people yes because you could do that stuff like either early before people get there the night before that mm-hmm. type of thing so it's nice because then it's like just in the oven and then you can try to wow them with a, a few other, you know, dishes. side yeah, side, side things. Dishes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. How do you um, like your bacon? So I like my bacon plain, and that's. I'm, I'm saying that there's like an inside joke in my head. I'm laughing <laughs> myself right now. So um, <laughs> I have this really intense opinion about bacon. Okay. Okay. I figured you had to. If you're this into brunch, you got to have one opinion about bacon. Yes. So there is like this, you know, bacon revolution where mm-hmm. like people putting like bacon on their cupcakes and like doing all kinds of stuff. Donuts. Yep. And um, I'm like, bacon is such a overpowering like, or powerful flavor on its own. To, when you start adding it to all these dishes, it like just becomes bacon, a bacon dish. And so like, you know, for instance... 
broth. I'm, I'm more thinking of like the vegetable dishes. So like, sure, it's like you know at Thanksgiving people have like broccoli vegetable or uh, broccoli uh, bacon casserole type thing. Um, I think it's really popular with Brussels sprouts too. Yes. Probably. Yes, agreed. And I'm like, well, when you eat it and like it doesn't taste like. Brussels, Brussels sprouts. sprouts or broccoli. It tastes like bacon. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like a little too much. That's super, super fair. And so I'm like, I just like, if I'm going to do bacon, I just want it to be like, it's about the bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a and, totally fair opinion, I think. And, and my, uh, my brother uh, who lives in Colorado, he's like this, you know, just bacon nut. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a whole like fan page dedicated to bacon (laughs) does and so so he's not just someone who really enjoys bacon he literally literally (laughs) is a fan of bacon truly is like search and destroy bacon like any way he can and so you know him and i obviously very different right uh, uh, for very uh, on this on the on the subject so Mm -hmm. you know he he disagrees with me on this one but um i just went and visited him with my girlfriend for uh fourth of july Mm -hmm. and glazy confused has that you talked about the donuts yes long john with the bacon maple maple glaze so there i'm willing to bend (laughs) i work in the west loop so (laughs) i live on fulton oh nice no way (laughs) so like I could like you know throw a stone and tell somebody to get me the nipple glazed bacon. Exactly. You know, from... So you are a fan of those. So that's what I would say. Like, and I've kind of come like I used to like have a very hard line, and uh-huh. it's like a couple of things have kind of snuck in now where I'm like I'm cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's. Have you um, had Stan's uh, maple bacon donut? No. It's um it's similar, uh, but it's like. Just a regular, you know, maple glazed donut. And they have, like, a bunch of pieces of bacon mm. that are all kind of... It's just kind of like a, a little pile, for lack of any better way to describe it, on top of the donut. A little, little mini mountain of bacon. That's... Yeah, and it's very, like, they put a lot of the glaze in with the bacon. So all of it's very, like, candied and sweet and um gooey so it's just kind of like this gooey bacon pile and it's good but i think it kind of treads into the territory that you're talking about where it just kind of overtakes it yeah whereas that maple long john from glazing infused it's just one really well cooked piece of bacon on top of one you know simple maple long john and it really hits the spot i think what we're talking about here is ratios yes yes you need to have (laughs) the bacon to donut ratio just right exactly the stands one too much bacon. Too high. Right? Like Maybe like not, a... Not even having a donut. Like it's a like, two to three. <laughs> yeah. It's like, would you like some donut with your bacon? You exactly. Know? Whereas like Glazed and Confused, they just like, you know, they, they nailed it. It's, it's, it's like, like a... Perfect bit of savoriness. Yeah. Just just one and, and it's it covers the whole thing. So every <laughs> bite you get, you just get a little more bacon. It's real solid, guys. Check it out. <laughs> we're we're, uh, we're going to make a lot of people... Uh, Super hungry. hungry. That, <laughs> <laughs> that will absolutely have it <laughs> um yeah, yeah. May, eat some uh breakfast foods before you before, <laughs> listen yeah, to this episode you listen to this one. absolutely <laughs> or you know throw it on while you're cooking brunch i love putting on podcasts ideas. while i cook because yeah. you don't have to watch anything you're just listening <laughs> just listening right right um yeah it might get, so. get inspired <laughs> <laughs> uh okay what's your um do you i see i love breakfast sandwiches 
I've gotten into the habit of um, I will often cook breakfast for dinner just because it's easy, it's affordable, and breakfast is delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll usually do like hash browns, bacon and eggs, and some kind of like a toast or something like that. Um, but I just got into the habit of always also buying croissants and making croissant breakfast sandwiches. Oh, dang! <laughs> <laughs> because in my opinion, the best thing to put a sandwich on is a, a croissant. A croissant. Ah, so much buttery flakiness, goodness. Um, no, believe me, breakfast sandwiches, huge <laughs> fan. Uh, so I... Little known fact, uh, I, I don't do McDonald's. Like okay. I, I, I'm not a big like um, fast food guy, mm-hmm. but I do do their breakfast, yeah. their breakfast sandwiches. I would vastly prefer breakfast McDonald's to any other McDonald's. Yes. Uh, they're just, it's like the, you know, perfect amount of like, you know, again, English muffin mm-hmm. with like the egg cooked in a little thing and, you know, ham or Still whatever and cheese. It. Yeah. And it's, like, it's just, it's, you know, I it's totally so agree. good. Uh, I actually just went the other day and bought those little like cylinders so I could make like the perfectly round uh, poached eggs. Poached <laughs> eggs. It, and then, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to get in gonna my own Make um, your own sandwich. Uh, egg McMuffins. Yep, exactly. I, I yep. think most people would agree with you that even if they're not a huge McDonald's fan, you, the, the McDonald's breakfast is, I mean, like the hash the brown, McMuffin the sleeve, is undeniable. You know, it's like, I, especially if you're hungover. I oh, mean, absolutely. Like, I love doing a, um, um, an egg sandwich and then putting my hash brown in the sandwich. Mm. <laughs> That's gangster. That is a uh, McDonald's breakfast hack. <laughs> 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 Just get it all at once. Uh, <laughs> That's lo- the way it's going to come out anyway. <laughs> I'm so impressed right now. Oh, I'm staring at you like, wow. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's talent. <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> I don't know how good of a cook I am. But I'm very good at being resourceful. <laughs> very efficient, it sounds like. Um, you know, yeah. I need to eat the, the breakfast sandwich and then the hash brown. It's like, why would I do that? I mm-hmm. just got to put them together. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you get simple. the added, like, crispy and mushy texture. Sure, sure. It's good. Yeah. It's good. No, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't mind if people cop that? Oh, you know? yeah, please. Cool. Just, we, we I mean, try to give me cred, but, like, yeah. I'm here to spread the gospel of <laughs> 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 making the foods more efficient and tasty at the same time. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another uh, another good like breakfast type sandwich. I've been into the also the paninis lately. Ooh, yeah, I like a good. I like paninis a lot. Um, I wish less places would cook paninis on like ciabatta bread. I'm not a huge fan of ciabatta bread, but a panini on like a just a regular. Um, I don't know what 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 kind of bread what kind, what's is your what's your bread of, of choice? Another bread of um, like a sourdough. Or? I was gonna say I think sourdough is like because it's a little heartier, like it can hold up to the you know the Getting. heat and what it's doing, like getting pressed down like that. It's not gonna fall apart. Do you have a panini press too? I I do have a panini <laughs> press. Yeah, you I got mean, a hell of a kitchen. <laughs> there's a lot of gadgetry. I'll just put it that way. Um, like people come over, they're like, "What is this thing?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "It's a zoodalizer." Or like, have you seen these things? It's like the, 
Um, you can put like a zucchini, uh, maybe it's a, a noodleizer. I think it was oh. spiralizer. That's what it is. Oh, okay. And yeah. You yeah. Put it in and it's like, instead of having like, you know, real noodles, you could like make noodles out of a zucchini. Anyway. I, I know what you're talking about. Cause we, I've seen it like demonstrated in like a grocery store before. Mm-hmm. Um, but cause you can use like potatoes and stuff on it too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It reminds me, we had a thing that you could do you that cut potatoes like that when i was growing up and we'd get out our fry daddy and make our own like uh curly fries Ooh, nice very good I, in my head i was picturing like a blooming onion but with a potato oh but, yeah like, yeah kind of but it does know. like a it does a similar oh, thing it does the, it does the, the like spiral cut yeah Got it. Got it's it. good it's good there was a um there's an old fast food joint when i used to go to them uh, frequent <laughs> frequent them sure um, and in high school called Checkers. Did you ever oh, know yeah, Checkers? Yeah. I know Checkers. So I don't think they may exist. I don't I don't um, know. There was any, one uh, in the city that I went to college in circa, you know, four or five years ago, but I don't know if it's still there or not. Got it. Well, there was a Checkers. I, I went to high school in Chicago and there was a Checkers that I'm sure they all had it, but I just knew this one. Um, the most unbelievable curly fries of all time like it's one of those things like i will just remember so if you checkers you, you just curly said, fries you said curly fries i'm like checkers that's so funny yeah because like, i would it was like a destination for uh-huh. me like yeah I, I definitely put checkers above like an arby's i think is the only the only like fast food place that does curly fries that i can think of um because they have arby's is like very crispy fries and i don't I'm not no. all about that no? i just needed to be like a little like al, al dente, like a little more, or um, it's just they're just it's almost like too much. It's kind of like the outside of um potato wedges, like from if you get them from KFC, that's just like it's just overkill. Like I'd prefer something like a McDonald's fry, that I guess is like on the on the scale of things probably closer to <laughs> like an al dente, but just simple, just simple. like just the basics. Cut them up. Throw some, give like, seasoning nice, salt on it. And make it nice and crisp. Yeah, yeah. Not too crisp. That's all I need. Yeah. I feel this, I think I, but I would say with hash browns, I'm more of a crisp them up. Okay. Yeah. Get them get real nice and, you know, there's a trick with hash browns. which Ooh, is Ooh, love like, it. Tell me everything. <laughs> which is basically <laughs> to not mess with them. Mm-hmm. So the thing, like, you know, you put them in the pan, and especially if it's, like, the true, like, hash brown, like, shredded mm-hmm. kind of, like, potatoes, um, you want to, like, mess with them. You mm-hmm. want to, like, move them around and shake them up. But, like, the beauty of the hash brown is that it's, like, almost becomes like a pancake mm-hmm. where it's, like, the whole thing's, like, fried up. So you have to, like, just sit there and look at it and don't touch it. <laughs> as and much just, as you want to. Yep, and just, like, let it crisp up on one side and then do it to Flip the other. as much over as you can. Yep, and yeah. then, like, and then, again, don't touch it. Because, <laughs> like, everybody, you're, like, going to, like, shake the pan. You're, like, is it done? I'm moving it around. Mm-hmm. But then, you're, like, you, you ruin the presentation and then it's, like, <laughs> usually, like, an amateur. Said, and, like, a true professional <laughs> is exactly what I was about to say. That's so funny. Do you have uh, egg cooking, um, things like that, too? Do I have egg cooking things like that? Yeah. Do you ha- do you, you feel know, like you have kind of egg hacks? Yeah, I think that, you know. I think with scrambled eggs, there's definitely like an art form to it. Also, mm-hmm. where it's like you really have to like be 
it's almost the opposite. Like yeah, you, you, you have to be, like, be aware of it. And the like whole you need time. like moving around the whole time and like not letting it set and get like big clumps and things like that. Mm-hmm. Cause you want them like nice and creamy and smooth and. Um, do you so, add anything to your scramble? Absolutely. Like, yeah. do you add anything before you cook it? Got it. A uh, little bit of milk gives it like okay. the, the like the fluffiness mm-hmm. um, versus like an omelet, which is going to make it not so like the milk you add in to give it a little bit of fluffiness, mm-hmm. and uh, then that's the best. That's the beauty of eggs is that there's like such this like blank or uh, neutral palate, I guess. Yeah. That mm-hmm. you can introduce all these amazing flavors to whatever you want to do. So goat cheese, asparagus, oh, yes, you know, different proteins, meats, and things like that that you would make it fun with, and mm-hmm. salmon if you want, capers. Ooh. Yeah. That's kind of been like one lately I've been like really digging. It's like, getting into some lock yeah, territory. Getting some lock territory. <laughs> and uh, it's like, and, and oh, another thing too is like dill. I just have like Ooh. this like, we, actually, uh, Dill in particular, but I have like a weird crush on herbs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think until you have something that has super fresh herbs involved, you don't think about how much more they could really like accent your meal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's something that uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I'm like that guy, like if they... You know, let's say they have like some fresh dill or something like that on my egg dish. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, it's never enough. I'll be like, I want a, I want a big bowl side of dill. That's so funny. And the like, brings I'm like, no, no, no. I want no, a big. No. I said big. Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just gonna layer that on. <laughs> That's and it's so gonna be awesome. funny. <laughs> uh, I it's when you said like a blank palette that you can really do a lot with. I feel similarly about grits. Um, being from South Carolina. I'm very passionate about grits. I know I said earlier that I don't know if I'm a very good cook. I will say that I make very good grits. <laughs> because you, you cook good grits. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, it's now that's, I've, I've no, I know nothing about really? grits. Really? So I'm, I'm like, I, I want to ask you all these questions. It's funny because... I just being, you know, being from the Midwest, I I would kind of assume that just because it is such a Southern thing. Um, it's totally what kind of grits you're buying is a big thing. Don't buy Quaker like crap. The quick, the, quick grits. No. Don't buy that. It's not worth it. It's no. not worth your time or your money or it's anything. It's a labor of love. Like you need to put in the elbow grease. And, mm-hmm. and it's really not even, you can make good, cri- good grits in like not much more time than it would take to make those quick grits. Um, my brand of choice, which I'm not sure you can find in the Chicago area. Uh, I usually get them from home <laughs> is uh Jim dandy. Okay. Um, it's another, it's very much like a boil your water, add some salt and some butter so that the, um, grits don't stick too much to the pan and, uh, you know, put them in there and it's, then it's just mostly a waiting game, but you just have to make sure that you stir it a lot. I like my grits thicker, um, which is also pretty Southern because anywhere outside of that, they're going to be thinner and they're probably sweet. And oh, that's yeah. like anyone who associates soupy with grits. I'm like, mm, they're doing it no, wrong. No, 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 no. Let me make you grits. <laughs> 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 um, and there's cheese 
And if there's bacon that can be involved, it doesn't have to be. I like adding jalapenos to my grits. Wow. Uh, I like um, when the grits are almost done in the pot and I want them to be just a little bit thicker. I like hollowing out a spot on top, cracking an egg in it, and letting an egg poach on top of the whole pot and stirring that in there. Um, wow. Speaking of... Add an egg to it. Yeah. <laughs> Making fancy grits now, I see, aren't you? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, the best thing my dad probably taught me where all of this is concerned, I mean, he he taught me about cooking them in the first place, um, is that if you have leftover grits, grits you can put them into like, like a Tupperware and um, slice them in the next day, you know, throw them in the fridge. Next day, slice them into like patties and make kind of like a... Like we call them fried grits, but like grit cakes is also another name for it. I and mean, they're kind of like, um, you know, they do similar things with polenta, but, uh, yeah. and then throw syrup on them, uh, <laughs> maybe some hot sauce, maybe some more of those jalapenos. I'm very, telling you, man. Very versatile. I'm seeing. That's, that. that's my, like, that's my unique breakfast, like, uh, niche, I guess. <laughs> uh, anybody can cook an egg. Anybody can cook bacon. But I, I do pride myself on being able to make a good side of grits. <laughs> so, if I wanted to go somewhere in Chicago to have good grits, could you rec- um, recommend someplace? Wishbone actually has really good grits, and that's not too far from you. No. Um, they I the first time that I went, um. For brunch there, I asked about their grits, and I was like, I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm from South Carolina. Don't give me bad grits. <laughs> like, tell me what your grits are like. And she was like, you know what? They have a really high um, viscosity. And I was like, did you just use viscosity to describe your grits? <laughs> and it's high viscosity? Yeah. Yes, I will be having some of your grits. <laughs> so just basically... <laughs> You and had to she appreciate was, that as, uh-huh. as, as a science Exactly, background. exactly. I was wow. just like, I am impressed on more than one level. Yeah. Please bring me inside <laughs> of your grits. And they had a nice level of cheese. They were pretty thick. Um, so if you're looking for a place to try grits and you are and you don't want to like come to my house and have me cook you grits. <laughs> Wishbone's the place to go. They have legit. Um, for I have, some reason, I think uh, I had them at uh, Carriage House on mm-hmm, Division. Mm-hmm. I think... I've had them there before. If that, Any that, good? Yes. Yes. But th- like, again, I think to your point of like where it's like this, a little bit of like a neutral palate. Like I yes. And I think they were more just like an accompaniment to the rest of the, the rest. dish. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like this overpowering or, you know, super impressive thing. If I can say that. No, but, it's not. You know, but no. it's kind of the idea that it's I like, <laughs> it go, it go, it's just, like it's a nice accompaniment to you can do a lot with them. Yeah. Right? They're, they're very versatile. I mean. my, my roommate's boyfriend is, uh, used to be a line cook is like a little bit of a, a cooking snob and, uh, was being a little snobby about grits one morning, uh, when we were cooking breakfast and just saying like kind of insulting it for just not having much to it and i was just like you've never had grits the way they should be and he's like but if you had to add a bunch of stuff to it then like what's the point and i'm like let me make you grits <laughs> <laughs> just stop talking yeah yeah <laughs> but i you know i can't deny that it's 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 I'm going to add salt and butter and cheese to my grits, regardless of, you know, that's, how, that's, how that is cook. where the flavor is. Sure. You know, um, but 
They still do. I will. <laughs> and I've had them a couple places up here that they weren't very good. Um, so I usually don't order them, which is why I had to give the wishbone waitress the, 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 the kind of like yeah. <laughs> third oh. degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The plug for, for wishbones. I'm glad you asked that. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. Uh, you've convinced me. They're good. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. I think I had a like breakfast burrito at Wishbone that was pretty solid. Okay. That is what I got my side of grits with. You know, that's that's another another good one to kind of segue to. The breakfast burrito. Mm-hmm. Um, also, huge fan. <laughs> Amazing. My, my issue there is too often the bread, which in this case the tortilla, is... Too much. There's too much tortilla to egg filling ratio. Yes. There's very few places. It's like, especially like the last couple of bites, I feel like I'm just like eating this, you know, tortilla. Yes. So, so true. Right? Like you Which have is, to. Which doesn't seem like is an issue with like regular burritos. Exactly. And I, I'm like, I'm like, why can't they figure this out? <laughs> Fill it like, with as much stuff as you do right. when it's, a, when it's <laughs> it a just a burrito, burrito, not breakfast burrito. Yes. Yes. Please. So, so true. <laughs> I love how passionately that <laughs> needs to be hit home. <laughs> it's it's true. That's that's why I'm passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, it's and like you eat a bunch of eggs and then you're like, oh, this is great. Oh, mm-hmm. just tortilla now right. then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but I will. So I will say, one the one place that I've found that doesn't do that, mm-hmm. and also a very just good brunch place in general is Jane's. In Bucktown, Have I've heard of Jane's, but I haven't been. No, it's on Cortland, um, just like a block or two west of Ashland. Oh, and that's really close to here. Yeah, yeah, super oh, close to here. Literally, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like around had, the corner. I had to think of where we were for a second. Yeah, yes. you're, we're at Cortland and at Cortland <laughs> and Ashland, basically. Yeah, basically, so <laughs> it's uh, it's just a couple blocks away from here, and uh, they've got and uh, just a really solid brunch, um, but. Their breakfast burrito is legit. I'm in. Yeah. That sounds great. Check it out. Won't, uh, be, won't be disappointed. What's some of your other, you got to have like a laundry list of brunch places Go in Chicago. spots. Yeah. You know, um, again, there's so, there's so many. Uh, That's what I was about to say. It's kind of. It's like, it depends like what the mood is. Like, what am I looking for? So I'd say like, if it was just kind of like hands down, you just wanted to have. Like be blow like let me put this way if I'm like have guests in town and I want to mm-hmm. like blow them away sure. for brunch, I think Longman and Eagle is hard to beat. I think they just they do a lot of things right, mm-hmm. but man, is their brunch just? I've never been there for brunch. It is. It's, it's, I gotta it's go. Spot on. It's spot on. So that's another. That's a great one. Another place that uh, unfortunately just shut down, but uh, Nightwood, which was like down in Pilsen. And it was actually it was it was owned by the Lulu Cafe owners, and they. I was I thought it sounded vaguely familiar, and I bet it's the Lulu Association. Yep, and and it it was just a phenomenal restaurant, and and unfortunately, uh, just I guess like last week they actually. uh, Oh bummer! uh, That recently. That recently, I know. So I kind of ran over there and did one last. uh, Yeah, that's good. Kind of you know. One who Yep, yep. Say farewell. Um. Trying to think of like other, you know, just if it was more just like a, a basic type mm-hmm. of a thing where like you just know you're just gonna get like a, a solid, solid uh, meal. Mm-hmm. Let me. Let me. What about you? While um, I'm thinking about this. Sure. Think about it. Um, a cup. My 
places are mostly like location based but but i also like every once in a while we'll go somewhere else and then i'm like you know what i still like the places that are like close to my place and i don't know if it's just that i've been there more so i'm used to it but i do think um bacon and eggs on uh lincoln and like berry ish is really good um they have i uh, will say don't get their grits get their hash browns their hash browns are great they're big like home uh home fry type cut potatoes and they have a bunch of uh um parm cheese in them mm-hmm. um they're so the hash browns are great their grits are a little thin <laughs> 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 they have good really good frittatas um they have a a bacon waffle that you would probably be against because it is a lot of bacon i've only gotten it once but it was very good and um i took the thing that is kind of their like um forte is uh um they have flights of different flavors of bacon or bacon that they just like cook in different ways basically um so you can get like five slices of bacon for the table and that's super fun because you can like cut them in half and everyone can kind of like try whichever ones they want they have a honey bacon that is delicious um they have like um cherry smoked like a maple i think um a pepper and then like a jalapeno i think it's like that's the like five flavors um so that's really and you really can like you take a bite and it's like wow that's really like that's jalapeno yeah right it has like a little more of a bite to it and you bite the you know you have the like smoky one and it's definitely a distinctive smoky bacon flavor so that's really and they have intelligentsia coffee um and a lot of other good like What's the name of this place again? Bacon and Eggs. Oh, Bacon and ba- Eggs. B-A-K-I-N. Um, because it also have has a little, like, uh, pastry counter um, associated with it as well. Um, there's one other thing. My cousin one time was in town. I feel like I only ever go to Bacon and Eggs when I'm entertaining. <laughs> it's a four-minute walk from my apartment, and it's a great brunch place. Um, I took my cousin there once. Um when she was in town for the weekend and she her favorite thing is french toast and her dad makes this incredible french toast with a uh, grand marnier in the um egg uh wash or whatever it's so good so good it's so i should have eaten before i came i over know here. i know <laughs> we both did this to ourselves because i'm feeling it too um but my cousin so she already has like a pretty high standard for french toast she loves her dad's uh grand marnier french toast and they have um i don't i think it's only on their i think it was only on like a seasonal type menu i don't think they serve it all the time but it was bread pudding that they sliced into slices and made into french toast <laughs> it's one of those things where like you have to know that you're gonna want like the richest sweetest breakfast you know you need to mentally prepare for that Mm -hmm. for me i'm i'm more of a savory breakfast person i am too i am too and i and and savory i'll take it even once further like heat yeah i i I sometimes think i'm like i've got some like latin in me (laughs) so the jalapeno thing is is hitting home for you yes absolutely (laughs) like and it's like I love it, but I also like, can't really handle it that well. So I like start sweating, and so people are like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "I'm so happy right now." 
<laughs> That's how my dad is. He'll have beads of sweat just yeah. dripping on his forehead. I mean, like it's like I will get like the the Mexican scramble, and it's got like chorizo oh. and jalapenos and everything. And Bacon and eggs has a great chorizo really? um, mm. frittata. Yep, and then I'll just pour hot sauce on there and everything, and it's like you know I'm sweating. <laughs> but it's so I actually, good. Uh, to like piggyback on not being very good at it, I was eating so many jalapenos um, because of my like lunch schedule at work um we go to like specific restaurants because uh, we entertain we um teach professional classes so they're there for four days at a time professional training classes so they're four-day classes so we always go to the same like restaurants every when we have a class in session and at each restaurant there is like an option to have jalapenos and i would do it so much that i developed a mild jalapeno allergy <laughs> <laughs> like i was started getting highs on my neck and uh, my eyes would get really itchy, and I couldn't figure it out. Because, like, I had never experienced anything like that before. And finally, I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> I got <laughs> to cut back. That's serious. So now, in moderation, I can still eat jalapenos. I had stuffed jalapenos last weekend, so no ill effects. And you uh, lived to, to talk about <laughs> yeah. it. That's good. Did That's you good. come up with any other um, favorite brunch spots? Um... What's another another good one that I was just thinking about? You know, if you really want to, like, feel bad about yourself <laughs> after, after you eat brunch, Little Goat has, oh, a, yeah. has a good one. Oh, yeah. I've been um, to Little Goat. And they've got Goat. some, like, di- like very different kind of, like, cool stuff that you maybe wouldn't get, you know, everywhere. That, very you know, true. And uh, so that's kind of fun. I think the last um, time I was there, I had something that had a goat sausage associated with it. Yeah, it was like yeah. a goat they sausage like... wrapped in a pancake, or, <laughs> or a, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Goat sausage wrapped in a pancake. Yeah, um, but like I, it's like I, I feel bad because like this is like what I should be able to like just spit off. Oh all no, these don't worry about and it. Then, You've named like... like four or five already. <laughs> <laughs> That's plenty. <laughs> I'm also trying to think of like more like low key ones too that mm-hmm. like aren't as like quite the production. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, little goat, like, uh, Longman and Eagle. Those are, are like these are like pretty serious places. You like, you block out a, a couple hours <laughs> <laughs> your morning. But there's like so many of these just kind of like hole in the wall spots too that are you know just as good and mm-hmm. it's like you just want like good pancakes you can go to like you know here and um there's actually there's one that uh we've been going to lately that i just realized there was a chain I, I was like there's no way this is a chain cause it just doesn't have that feel but and i'm gonna totally butcher the name because uh-huh. it's french but the panel quinted down okay so anyway. your guess is as good as mine yeah. and <laughs> and i and it's just like this little kind of like spot that's over by us in uh, like the fulton market district and um i just recently found out that it's actually a chain because it's just they do a nice job where it doesn't feel yeah. like that at all but you know they just I'll have, have to like, check it out just really good kind of like the basics type of thing and, mm-hmm. and it's not a big production mm-hmm. it's not super fancy but the food's really good quality mm-hmm. and, um so it's been another just kind of like you're looking for something easy to do i don't think there are many more things disappointing in the food realm than like bad breakfast foods you know what i mean if someone really screws up yeah. your eggs or your hash browns or your bacon it's like Come on. And like it's not those aren't those aren't hard. No. Like you're not you're not good at your job. Yeah. <laughs> you're cooking food that we just went on and on about like how great it is compared to all other foods. 
and, and you still couldn't get it. Just butcher it. Even close. And you to cook it. for a living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I do have to confess that I come from the land of Waffle House, so I do have a very soft spot for Waffle, for House, Waffle House, and I love Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get their grits. <laughs> <laughs> do they? Uh, do they have one in Chicago? I don't know. No, because we used to, we had I went to school at U of I in Champaign, and there was definitely a Waffle House on there that really we, we would frequent. That was more of like the three a.m. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I ate it more late at night than I did in the morning um, because they're twenty four hours. Um, but um, it's it's just going back to like. The simplicity of everything. They're hash browns. They're, they like specialize in hash browns, basically, because that's like the biggest thing that people associate with um, Waffle House is scattered, smothered, covered, chunked. Like they, they have all these specific words for what you're putting on your hash browns. So if you get hash browns with um, cheese and bacon, that's uh, covered and chunked. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Smothered, I think, is onions. Um, they have a new thing that is like since I left the South, they have started adding gravy to their hash browns. So I think it. <laughs> and you wonder when you walk when we walk around when the and Americans are in the are are like... monsters. <laughs> um, it's because Waffle House started putting gravy on their hash browns. Thanks, um, thanks, Waffle House. I'm pretty sure the verb that they use is countrified. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be accurate. Because that's that where I'm it. from. <laughs> uh, is a place where adding bake or adding gravy to something is countrifying it. <laughs> the norm. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, Just biscuits and gravy, gravy is definitely, I'm not a big, I don't like gravy, actually. So I'm not in that camp. On turkey, I do. On turkey. Yeah. See, I don't even, people are like, but there's more than one type of gravy. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need any of it. I don't need turkey gravy. I don't really, if I had my druthers, I'd probably eat sausage gravy over turkey gravy. Okay. Give me some substance at least. (laughs) I'm going to do it. Yeah. Do it it right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One of very few things I'm not a huge fan of. Um, Is there... Is there anything? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say as we uh, as we just cracked a beer. Oh um, yes, yes. <laughs> I was gonna uh, ask about the uh, the booze side of brunch. Uh huh. And if there's any, you know, good good uh, drinks that you you like to. It's probably on. blasphemous, but I'm not a huge Bloody Mary person. Okay. Okay. I can. I mean, that's that's a little bit of a. You know, uh, not everybody's not yeah, everybody's into them. A I try bit of a... really hard. Every time someone I'm with orders one, and I feel comfortable enough, I will ask them first of you know a taste of it, mm-hmm. just to try to like get myself to get. It just tastes like drinking salsa. It just I feel like I'm drinking salsa. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I'm like I'd rather dip chips in this <laughs> than drink it. <laughs> There's a there's a little bit there's an art form to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely will admit to that. And um, do you fancy yourself good at making a Bloody Mary? You know, I would say that's decent, but I, I'm, that's not like you know. There's some people I know that 
they're making like their own you know tomato base sure and like they're i mean i'm just that's unreal yeah you know dr z's or whatever it's called right right Um, right yeah i know what you're talking about yeah and uh so you know in that regard i i I don't think that's like my specialty Mm -hmm. um but you know appreciate a good one when you get them because i think they are there, there's an art form to them. Yes, there's definitely, you know, adding vodka to Mr. Z's is definitely different to getting a really good Bloody Mary at a brunch place. Yes, agreed, definitely. And, uh, <laughs> Even I know that. <laughs> <laughs> there was one I had um, the other day, and I the name of the place escapes me, but it's like the Biker Bar mm. um, over on like um, Elston or, uh, God, what is it? I'm losing my train of thought, but um, it's like this biker bar and they have just like this phenomenal, phenomenal Bloody Mary. And that's, that's my go-to spot. If I go to, go to Bloody Mary. Um, I recently went to uh Falstrom's. Have you heard of this place? It's on Belmont no. at like Belmont and Racine ish. And it's a fish market and it's, amazing all the fish there is incredible they have this like we've talked to the like manager before and just been like how do you get such good fish in you know middle america and they have like a very specific place that they get all their seafood from um but that's beside the point they do um dollar oysters on tuesdays i think it is either tuesday no it's wednesdays so we went for lunch one day recently um, and ordered a bunch of oysters, and uh, both my roommate and her boyfriend got Bloody Marys, so I was like, all right, I'll try it, because they were both like, their Bloody Marys here are so good. And it was amazing. And uh, that says someone who doesn't really like Bloody Marys, and I'm like, I can recognize that even though this isn't my thing, that someone who loves Bloody Marys would love this. It's got a little bit of... You have to like seafood for sure because it almost has like cocktail sauce mm-hmm. kind of notes to it. Um, so it went with the oysters Perfectly. incredibly. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds like perfect. Yeah, it, it was really good. So any anyone who's into that, I totally recommend Fallstrom's in general. They just have incredible seafood. Um, but I don't think I don't think they have a brunch menu. I think it's just lunch and dinner. Got it. <laughs> so if you're not if you're not doing Bloody Marys, then would you do a mimosa? mimosa. Yeah. For sure. I for mean, those sure. are so good too. They're I mean. so good. <laughs> I love a bellini. Because mm-hmm. I'm a big peach fiend. I was gonna say the peach, yep, yep, yep. Um I had a beer mosa the other Ooh. day. And with just beer and OJ? Just beer and OJ, but it worked. I don't know. It was what like, kind of beer? Uh, I think it was like an Allagash. Oh, with, I feel with, like. With OJ. It'd have to be a nice, like, wheat. Um, you wouldn't want to pour, like, a Bud Light right. in an OJ. Right, no, no, no. Agreed. <laughs> and uh, I was like, This little... Oberon would probably be pretty good. I agree, actually. I think an Oberon would be good. Um, but it was like, I was a little hesitant, and then did it. I was like, wow. And it's nice, too, because you could drink a lot of them and not, you know, you're not like leaving brunch. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Yeah. Still, you know, drive home or whatever. And so, um, yeah, I was impressed. (laughs) That's, that's, that's the start. Where do they serve beer Moses? 
you know that was uh, that was again in Jeans, that place that mm. uh, our, our neighbors here, it's right, right around, around the right street, around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you got to get the the burrito and the beer mosa. At, at I'm Jeans in, man. You know, I'm good, in good, good shape. Good uh, shape sure. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me. So that's the early part of the brunch, and then it's like you know as things progress, mm-hmm. you know things get weirder. Mm-hmm. You know, then then you can really like you know. D- different alcohols start coming out <laughs> yeah. and coming into the mix and it's like whatever's in there just kind of finds its Go way to out. Flow. Yeah. I remember yeah. when I first moved to Chicago and started taking improv classes, I worked in the suburbs so I couldn't take evening classes during the week. So I always took noon classes on the weekends and we'd always go to Fat Cat after class up in um, Uptown. Mm-hmm. And they had Bloody Mary bars um, that if we got there early enough, we'd still catch them before they, like, put them away. And so my classmates would go nuts on that. But regardless, we'd always, like, have a few drinks. Um, And this was at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And there were definitely times where I would start drinking at 3 in the afternoon and just roll it into the evening. And next thing you know, it's 10 p.m. You're like, wow, how did we get here? (laughs) I think that's also a very Chicago thing, though. I I could be wrong, but it feels very, like... It feels kind of like an inherent part of, like, Chicago culture to just, like, all right, it's the weekend. Just tie it on. Yeah. You know, I think I, I, I put some of that on the weather. Yes, absolutely. Because it's it's kind of like, well, what else are we going to do? <laughs> you know? So, especially when it's crappy out. Exactly. I mean, it's like, well, then, yeah, let's you, just stay and hang out and drink. Huddle you know? inside and you eat delicious food and you drink. That is I tell people that all the time yeah. when people from the South ask me, like, how do you put up with it? And I'm like, we drink. <laughs> <laughs> but we do it together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. We're Strength all fine. <laughs> Strength in numbers. We're all fine. Yep. Um, so do you have uh, uh, non-food and drink activities during brunch ever? Yes. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot of times like games will, mm-hmm. will, will come out and be, and be played. Um, certainly, uh, cards and humanity. I was going to say, it's been a fun one. And, um, that even kind of like, you know, led us to doing kind of our own thing too yeah. with the game. And yeah. so I'd love um, to hear more about that if you want to get into it. Yeah, sure. I, I don't even really know what the like gameplay of Utter Nonsense is like. Cool. Well, um, so you know, so basically, uh, this actually is a very like, true story of how this happened. So we're talking mm-hmm. about brunch, and um, you know, we would play Cards Against Humanity and and other just you know kind of random games, and Which then is, we would also it's such a good social game because you can just pick you know pick it up start playing walk away come back to it other people can hop in there's no real distinctive like finish to it yes agreed and that's i think fits like my friends and i like you know we're not like the hardcore gamers mm-hmm. you know and that's why it's like i think we, we we've taken to it because it's casual what you gaming. it's a casual yeah. game you know and so, you know, with that, it was like, all right, well, what are other types of things after mm-hmm. you've played it for like so many times, yeah. for so many hours? You can only you know? play cards so much. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming out with expansion packs, but yeah, uh, God love them. I mean, they would, 
if if there were a creator of the game in the room, they'd be like, oh, we're we're so tired of this game. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've heard the same thing from them, and I've gotten to know those guys, and like, it's, yeah. they, they they say the same thing. They're yeah, like, we can't believe it's still as popular. It's as it it's is. not us <laughs> shitting on it. It's it, you can only do it so much. Yeah. <laughs> So we would come up with this concept of like, all right, everybody put um, in an accent and then write down a phrase. And so an accent could be like British, valley girl, redneck, orgasm could be an accent. <laughs> and then just some sort of like, whatever, like a phrase. And the then, accents on the O. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> And uh, so we would like play this and like you'd like grab an accent, grab a phrase and like everybody had to say that. And so it was just like a lot of fun and mm-hmm. like people trying to speak in a British accent, especially when they're drinking, you sure. know, like it's like your British sounds Indian or your British sound whatever, you know. And so it was just a lot of laughs. And so we were like, huh. And I was with my buddy Dave and we were like, I wonder if we could kind of take that concept and roll it into, you know, actually coming up to like uh, turning it into something. Yeah. And so we, we developed uh, this game called Utter Nonsense and it's, uh, we did a Kickstarter. We, we came up, the idea, the eureka moment, I guess, was uh, January of last year, 2014. And we kind of like just said, hey, that's, a, that's cool. We should do that. And we like just went from there and, and kind of put the, the whole thing together and created the, the name and the yeah. brand and everything and all the content. And launched on Kickstarter and, and got funded in August of last year. And mm-hmm. then it's just kind of been off to the races. That was so cool. How did you find the people that you wanted to help? So did you take some of the things that you guys already played with? Um, like, you know, as far as phrases, um, accents and things like that. Um, and then kind of fill it out with other people writing. So we, you know, when we first you know, we're going into it and the writing process, uh, we were trying to just do it all on our own. Um, you know, each time we had played previously, it was really kind of like spur of the moment. It mm-hmm. wasn't something that like, sure. you know, it'd be like, all right, everybody like just write just something play, down. You probably called it like away, the accent you know? game or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. It's funny you say that. That was the original. <laughs> thing for, like, when we had that moment, we were like, I, I, I still own the, you are, I bought that domain name. Oh, we were, the accent game. Yeah. Like, that's that was what so we, that's what we funny. named it. Yeah. And then we realized we couldn't, um, we couldn't trademark it. Oh. So that's why, but that's like, we just kind of called it. It's like, let's go play that accent game, you know? Um, so that we, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We were like, keep it simple. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, um, so a lot, so we knew kind of like just have been playing it. What so, kind of phrases were more fun yeah, than well, others? Yes. That, but also the accents were the most that we like kind of had the idea. Gotcha. Like it wasn't always just like, um, uh, like what you know the the British or you know um, like a Chicagoan accent or an Indian accent or whatever like you know we knew that it was kind of fun to do like these different like characters of like uh, like personalities I'm trying to think of like, I mean you said Valley Girl the, earlier pi- pirate so oh like pirates, sure like, you know, like pirates like an accent in yeah. the game too and like adding those different so like you then you're like you're turning people into like these like improv like sure that's totally you know? and and those are actually the ones like like for instance like whisper is an accent like <laughs> it's just funny to like to have everybody just sitting around like whispering in each other's ears yeah you know and so and probably what are like what are the phrases like so the, the phrases range like i mean they're um gen- generally just kind of like funny witty edgy um 
they're they're nonsensical, but there's some element of like utter nonsense, utterly uh, utter, nonsensical. They're, they're literally <laughs> utter, it's literally utter nonsense. Um, so you know, some of time, you know, we did consciously try to align some of the phrases with some of the accents so because mm. like there's a there's an element of juxtaposition in the game sure. that's like really where like the humor starts to come of out course. so it's like if you have this like very i'll call it like you know um proper british phrase that you're saying in a redneck accent oh sure like therein like lies the humor yeah you know? so, of course you know, it's all about context right <laughs> yeah. and um so it's like it, again like the parallels to cards and humanity in that regard it's like sometimes they line up really well where mm-hmm. it's like this is just too perfect mm-hmm. um where it's like i've got this pirate type phrase and pirate is the accent for the round and you know but other times it's like you're just saying the thing something. that catches you off guard yeah, is the like funny so thing. random and out there and it's like he's yeah you're saying and it's like just totally weird accent is it a similar um uh mechanic in terms of like there's one accent out for everyone yes yeah so that that exactly so it's like you know we'll flip over um an accent for the round and like we uh we just introduced rapping so, uh, <laughs> you know, so everybody has to rap their phrase got and, it and you and have, they have multiple, you have phrases. multiple phrases and you're like that's which, so fun which one do i want to rap yeah <laughs> <And> then, especially <laughs> like you said in a social drinking setting right you know and it's and it's funny to see it's like this it's been this weird like kind of like social experiment to like play the game and like have these like very reserved people sure like, and then after like the third or fourth round and the third or fourth cocktail <laughs> they're like swinging from the rafters like yeah. putting on costumes yeah. like just like owning it like finding That's props great. you know and like just coming out of their shell and it's, i love it's it just, it's really really funny to see i love that that sounds so fun and uh as people are listening to this this game it has recently become available in Target stores. You can buy a game that Tim and his friends came up with and made in a Target. Yeah, so that's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's congratulations. Thank you. Dude. Yeah, no, that's thank you. Huge. Thank you. I mean, this was uh, something kind of like hinted was... at it at the top, but <laughs> it's something that was truly just a um, a passion project. I mean. Uh, Dave and I both have full-time jobs that we're super committed to. He's in real estate development. (laughs) You know, we both have software and real estate, software and real estate, right? (laughs) Just prime for the game market, you know? Um, and yeah, that is, that's why it's just so funny and random that like we did this because we both have zero experience in games. Like I said before, we're not like, you know, huge gamers. Like we play like, you know, cards against humanity and things Mm -hmm. like that. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the fact that we just kind of said let's do this and it was really just something like you know to kind of like we have this creative energy that we want to do something with it, sure you know and it was like hey you know what could we do let's and it's a little bit more fun and not so like you know stressful the real our real so really stressful. was born like from those kind of gatherings from yeah. like sitting around yeah cooking and people yeah. eggs and it was like and it, we get literally that was it that's so know? cool and and we were like if we're gonna do something because even even though it is like a passion project and it's fun it's still gonna be stressful it's still yeah gonna be sure work mm-hmm. and we're like but if we're gonna do it we're gonna do something that's gonna like be fun and people are gonna have fun doing it like that's that awesome. was that was like the guiding principle, yeah. right? And because like as we're sitting there, like you could imagine, you know, we're it's like 
two in the morning and we're, you know, debating the merits of whether, you know, it's did the did the dog eat a jar full of peanut butter like out of my butthole or, <laughs> or is, it, is, is it a jar of Peter peanut butter like in my butthole? And we're like, you know, like there's so many of those conversations that we're having and we're like, this is so ridiculous. Now you're definitely speaking my language <laughs> in terms of being like a sketch comedy writer because Jesus, people would not believe the minutia right? that a room full of people can like debate over. <laughs> I, I mean, like I didn't either until this game. And, and so it's like, I just can't believe we're sitting here debating the merits. Of, I love you know, the thing that you gave us an example. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, to kind of bring a full circle of your so, question. Like, so your game is like, are the dog ate a jar of peanut butter out of my butthole. <laughs> you got it. You got it. If or, you don't want in on that, I don't want to be friends with you, man. <laughs> or, if, you know, Valley Girl's accent, like, oh, my God, the dog ate a jar full of peanut butter in my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That's stellar. That's really yeah. stellar. Uh, uh, but you were... <laughs> Had a thought that wasn't me, just <laughs> oh, so yeah, you were asking about the kind of the creation of the game and whatnot. So you know, we we started to develop it, and you know, really just kind of realized we weren't as funny as we thought we were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, we need to bring in some 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 talent. We Good need to go, for we you. Need, we need to go to the bench. Sure. And so we just kind of like reached out to our network, and um, you know, we're able to kind of. I say scrounge up, but it wasn't like we have some like incredibly talented writers that we were able to um, get involved. Like we would just kind of pitch them the idea and they're like, that sounds hilarious. And I'd love, we'd to, love to be a part of it. Cool. You know? Very and, cool. Yeah. So, so like, it was all, all just kind of like friends of, of friends. It was like friends things. of friends, but then like we would got a little, we, we started to like get such a good response from like our immediate network. We mm-hmm. were like, wait, I wonder if we could get somebody that's like a writer for the daily show or like Tosh.0. Cool. Like, and it was like, Everyone just you got said, that too. Like, yeah, and very so, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So you know, we hopefully have you know some good quality kind content, of, <laughs> uh, like a semi like a controlled crowdsourcing kind of a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. That's um, cool. Yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> How exciting, man! So it's been a been a bit of, been a bit of a whirlwind because uh, we you know just launched you know a couple months ago and then to have you know all this going on right now it's uh it's it's been a ride but uh yeah i mean i was first aware of the game i think um when we did our kickstarter launch party was uh you know we were looking for other games um to have around that were also funded originally by kickstarters and it was like oh utter nonsense and there were people playing it um here and i think you guys had done an event like right before that or within like a few months of that um also in this um cards against humanity space um but i was like oh cool and like i was so running around trying to manage everything that i barely i was just like oh this looks cool like (laughs) here it is for people to play with it yeah so i never like got to sit down and play but i know people did and like everyone that was we left that night being like man what a successful thing (laughs) so you're kind of a part of that (laughs) well thank you yeah it's been fun and uh obviously we've got uh you know you're 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 
your partner on, on fisticuffs yeah. and, and nerdologs uh working with us katie's working with us she's now, so jazzed and, about that too that's really the kind of thing that she totally thrives in yeah i mean she's I mean, we just kind of get going with her, but like she's crushing already. And so she's we're great. super excited to be working with her. And then my, uh, my sister actually also a huge part of the team. And so we've kind of like got this little, uh, crew going That's now. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's been cool, but you know, again, it's for going back to the, the brunch concept. It's mm-hmm. like one of those things where you're sitting around having drinks and it's like, all right, we've had enough of like, how you doing and catching up and like just you know, great yeah. time to kind of bring it out. And, and totally. that's how we, that's how we started it. And yeah. now we have actually like an, a real thing to, to bring to brunch. That's so, <laughs> so, so, so cool. Like to be able to just be like, all right, this is the game we made. Let's play it now is, <laughs> I mean, we're kind of going through a little bit of that ourselves with fisticuffs is, uh, you know, we just sent off, um, not this Monday, but the Monday before, we sent our like final PDFs uh, to the printer, uh, and it was how nerve wracking like, is that, by the way? Oh, uh, like, it was. Uh, we like poured, poured over every word. Poured. Like, are there any spelling errors? Are there you know? It's and like, then you catch something, and you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. how do we get this far? And we just caught this. Yeah. There's how probably- many other are there? Of the- yeah. Yeah. It's a nightmare. I mean, <laughs> believe me. I, it was I definitely, it. Uh, I mean, Claire Friedman, who did all of our art, worked her fucking ass off. There's no other way to, to put, put it, that, it, yeah, except just, that she just crushed it. Crushed it. She worked her, I mean, as much as the others of us could look at the things that she did and try to proofread and give, you know, thoughts and help, she was, you know, the one the rock. huddled behind her computer making all that stuff happen. Um, but it, it was really like those pouring over it was totally a group effort it was everybody's eyes on all these cards and that things that you've been looking at for you know months and months yeah it's, right. it's like so you kind of need to like pull yourself away from her like you know one of the things we would do is like get a fresh set of eyes because mm-hmm. like you're just you're so in the weeds mm-hmm. with it and like it's easy you kind of see how it's easy to miss a few of those mm-hmm. things like you've read the phrase whatever so many mm-hmm. times and like, like you know what it's supposed to of, say one of our character cards the nickname is the red raider and we realized like i think the day before we sent it to the final printing if not like a week before that there that it was spelled R A D I E R radier or radier and we're and someone pointed out and we were all just like oh no oh it's one of our main no. characters how could that <laughs> be a typo like it's in bold print over this character card yeah so that I think that was like a really big like come to Jesus for all of us have all right then we have to like pour over this even harder yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm excited to have a new a new game to play. Awesome. Backed you guys on Kickstarter and excited to see that you uh, that you hit it. And so now you're going, on, we, going on the same ride that yeah, I've, I've just been to, on. Yeah, we got to we got to make a bigger order than we thought we'd be able to because we've got a little bit more raised. Uh, so we um, upped the copies that we're getting. So we'll have a bunch, you know, uh, sitting in China. <laughs> <laughs> waiting to get printed and shipped over here uh so that's nice it's cool it's a good feeling we're gonna be out at pax in um 
August shilling them, so we'll see. Nice. We're well, not we're congrats. not quite at target level. We'll, <laughs> we're still gonna go Soon. to conferences and sell people copies. <laughs> Soon. Soon. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, cool. I think that the best uh, course here is. I think this is a perfect time to ask this question. Uh, honestly, is how do you feel like your love of brunch has influenced you both creatively? And uh, kind of your life in general. Got Obviously, it. we've danced around this a lot, but it's nice to hear lots of like uh, bows being tied on. Sure. <laughs> so, um, so brunch, the whole concept of brunch for me comes back to like two, two things that are just like what I'm passionate about and like love uh, cooking, um, which also brings me back to like my upbringing. Um, both my parents, really good cooks. Uh, my grandma, who I was extremely close with, also just an incredible cook. So, like, as a kid, and I know this is, like, weird for, like, a six-year-old, mm-hmm. but, like, I would just go to my grandma's house and, at that stage, just destroy her kitchen. <laughs> and it was just, she made it she made it fun. And so, like, I would, like, take, she had these little candies that were, like, these, like, little jelly, round, sil- you know, cylindrical jelly candies that mm-hmm. I would, like, I remember like just blowing up in the microwave. Oh, that's so and funny. I, like she had to be cursing. You know, so about, when like, you say destroy, you're like, not even you talking explode. about like helping her cook. You're no. talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like, so that was to me like, yeah, I'll help you grandma. Let me put this in the microwave yeah. and blow it up. <laughs> and, and so, and she just like, let me do that stuff. So like it was fun. And, um, so then as I got older and it was like, we start really doing, like making meatballs and doing kinds of things like that. Yeah, so, sure. Fun so, things to bring kids in on. Right, right. And so then, you know, just kind of like what snowballed from there to where like I just was, I was sold. Like I just truly, truly love cooking and all elements of it, whether it be, you know, grilling and dinner and breakfast, whatever it is. And so it got to bring, you know, that passion together and also reminds me of, you know, being a kid and, and being just, you know, love the, the pure love of it uh, just for the fun of it. Um, and then also like the friendship part too, just again, like friends are, you know, friends and family are everything. So yeah. like what better way to spend a, a, an afternoon than to bring people that you love and feed them food and sit around and laugh together. I find no room to disagree yeah. with that. So not to like <laughs> get it like too serious or whatever, but it's like, yeah. So it's like, I selfishly, you know, get to like cook which i love and mm-hmm. spend time with my friends which i love mm. and that's i can't imagine a better way to spend an afternoon that's so sweet <laughs> i love it so i totally agree man what have we got if not just being happy with one another <laughs> <laughs> i think that uh that's a telling thing as someone who's you know made a game you know like it's i think that you really have to want that as someone who is, uh, I mean, we're a sketch group that made a game and the, you know, kind of like tagline or, or, um, um, mission statement of the nerd for a long time has been, uh, bringing people together and making people laugh and games do that too. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't have to be writing sketches to make people laugh and bring them together. Um, so it's really cool to hear someone else who kind of has that, that same mission statement. Yeah. yeah, honestly, that that I love it. That that would be my mission statement as well. If we had one, awesome. Um, I I couldn't couldn't agree more with that. There's enough. 
you know, outside things that negativity and, and pressure and I don't know, just the things that I'd rather like, all right, let's focus. on. There's plenty of things to bog people down. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like, let's kind of like enjoy this a little bit, right? Yeah. Like it's not so bad. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm, we're on the same page. You know, it's like, come on. Like, yeah. Guys, like we've got it pretty good actually. Yeah. You know, let's, totally. en- let's enjoy it. I absolutely agree, and I find no other uh, better way to enjoy life than eating breakfast food with the people that I love. <laughs> exactly right. That's exactly right. Tim, thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure. This yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank has you. been a total joy. Uh, Tim, I love you, and I mean that. <laughs> this was great. Thank you. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.